0: Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Faros Rewind podcast, Uh, going back over our favorite podcasts uh, over the years. Uh, Greetings from a very cold and snowy Idlewild. I hope you guys are all okay out there in this uh, extreme weather conditions. Uh, This podcast is on what I call high performance hypertrophy, high performance hypertrophy. Uh, this came about from basically my love of both bodybuilding and CrossFit, uh, wanting to get the best of both worlds, uh, wanting to build muscle, wanting to look good, wanting to feel good, wanting to still feel capable uh, and athletic uh, while still, you know, focusing on some aesthetic stuff. So I basically combined a lot of bodybuilding stuff with a lot of CrossFit type stuff, and it basically evolved into something called high-performance hypertrophy. And a lot of the programs that I write, especially for build um, – fall into this category Uh, so listen to the podcast check it out I think it's a good one I think you guys will enjoy it Uh, and let me know your thoughts Uh, and I'll see you soon in the gym take care bye welcome to the Pharos Fit podcast where we help you to explore your capacity to move better push further and achieve your limitless potential through fitness nutrition recovery and lifestyle hey guys welcome back to the Pharos Fit podcasts I'm here today with Brendan just me and Brendan on this one today hey then bud
1: Doing great. Very excited to be back in the saddle with yeah. The Podcast.
0: It's uh it's another crazy day in uh well in LA, in America and in the world. But um <laughs> uh as we were just saying before the podcast started, like the one thing we can always just go back to in Milan is is training, uh weightlifting, uh two hundred and twenty five pounds, there's always two hundred and twenty five pounds and fitness is the one thing we can try and the, the one thing that can that can kind of save our day, <laughs> the one thing that we can kind of control, even though it's harder to control right now with the with the restrictions. But you know,
1: I mean, kudos to you guys. You've done a great job of you know taking care of people, making sure they can come in and get the stuff done they need, do it the healthy and right way with the city. So yeah, that's that's
0: that's you know that's that's our job. That's what we we have to do. Um, we have to do what you know what we can and what we feel is right, and um, you know, our, our purpose is to as you know like provide the best possible service we can to keep people fit keep people healthy keep people strong and honestly at this point I, I find it's it's more of a, a mental thing than anything else it's just a mindset thing of like you know just giving people something to to, to focus on to to put their minds on something positive um, something to uh, you know look forward to in the day and yeah it's it's a uh, and I, for a lot of us, including myself, like, fitness is the one thing that, you know, kind of can get you through when everything else kind of seems uncontrollable.
1: Absolutely. Um, it's an all encompassing thing. It's community. It's also taking care of your health at the same time. You're hitting right. on so many different things, when you get to come in here and grind it out with a few other people. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's there for. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's it like it a five is. in one.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, guys, today I want to talk a little bit about this, this new program we got coming out called High Performance Hypertrophy. Um, we do have the Limitless Challenge coming up, um, and there are multiple multiple programs available during the Limitless Challenge. Um, it's not a one size fits all thing. Obviously, we are all in different places. We all have different experience. We're all looking for different things. Um, and this challenge in particular is not just about like fitness and and calories and fat loss and all that kind of stuff. It's very much a, a kind of like healthy healthy mind healthy body kind of kind of challenge that said of course there are different programs that are going to appeal to different people and they're going to apply different stresses and uh, different challenges that will you know appeal to different people and and high performance hypertrophy is going to be a very specific program that is going to appeal to a very specific uh, portion of the community um, so i want to talk a little bit today about what it's about who who it's for what you can expect from it uh, and what you would need uh f- kind of physically the tools you would need but also kind of the experience you would you would need to be able to kind of endure this program successfully because like i said it's it's not for everybody uh, there is something for everybody but this program specifically is again for a for a specific kind of demographic um so broadly speaking the program itself if if we were to to define it it would be a hybrid program that is designed to increase strength induce hypertrophy and elevate conditioning now i know that sounds like a lot in one program um and you know people are going to say well why are you trying to do everything at once why don't you focus on one thing and, and not on the other and you would get better results if you just you would get stronger if you just did strength and you would get better muscle growth if you just did hypertrophy and you'll get better conditioned if you just did conditioning Uh, and there's certainly an argument for that but there is a very strong reason why we are doing this program in the way that we are doing it and why I believe um, for a lot of people it's going to be not only a a very successful program but a very appealing program to a lot of people Um, you know Using myself as an example, like a lot of people who are kind of in my position. So, I guess the question, first of all, is why this program? Uh, why did I build it the way I built it? Why does it exist? What what is the need for it? Uh, what what value does it have? Uh, now, one of the one of the main things about it um, is I, I, I've done a lot of kind of like what you would call kind of GPP or no, CrossFit type hybrid programs where you're mixing in a lot of stuff, throwing it together, um, and trying to become the ultimate human being. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to be a superhero. I want to be, I'll do everything. So I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at it. Um, I found that most of these types of program have left me feeling somewhat burnt out uh, because they apply too much of a specific kind of stress. Uh, that overloads my my system and leaves me kind of like done mm-hmm. um, so I wanted to build something that that doesn't doesn't do that firstly uh, and I wanted to build something that is more broadly applicable for a, a broader kind of base of the community. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, like I said in the description, there is a certain amount of strength, there is a certain amount of hypertrophy, and there is a certain amount of conditioning. What there isn't a lot of is very high-skilled movements. So although this program is dense, it is not overly complicated. It does not require a very, very high skill set. There are some slightly more technical movements. For example, there is a power clean in there, a power clean and jerk. Um, There are some athletic-type lifts, uh, but there are no kind of full Olympic lifts uh, in there. Um, there are no kind of like, you know, double unders. and Anything that requires like a high skill level that you mm-hmm. would need to like specifically learn a skill for and spend time learning that skill, that isn't in there. It's a lot of kind of basic movements, um, some sprints, um, compound lifts, uh, isolation lifts, um, stuff that most people who have a... Uh, A degree of training history can do Um, It's just put together in a way that is Like I said um, Fairly high volume uh, Fairly high intensity at times Um, It will be very challenging at times But it is not overly Overly skillful Overly difficult to actually perform um, Any of the the tasks that are asked of you Although mentally it will be challenging uh, In terms of what skills you need You don't need too many um, so, I want to avoid people burning out. Um, I want to avoid like any kind of like high risk injury. There no, like I said, there's no like overly complicated movements. Um, I want this program to be more about health, more about longevity, um, uh, and also a lot to do with uh, motivation and, and mindset. Now. For someone like myself and for, you know, a lot of my clients, a lot of people who are kind of in, in my position, I'm 42, I believe, right now. I, I always forget that I'm 42, 43, 41, but I believe I'm 42.
1: I always get the ages wrong as well. Yeah.
0: I'm 31 now. Like, the more, man. the older you get, the, the less the, the less the years seem to me. It doesn't matter. But, anymore. um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, as a 42 year old man who's kind of done you know, like most things in the gym, I have come to the realization that I can't, just do one thing like I've done like just a bodybuilding program and I've done just a strength training program and I've done just conditioning programs and it's not that they don't work um, physically it's that mentally I lose interest or I lose motivation or I lose inspiration or I don't feel great Mm -hmm. Um, I need that broader spectrum uh, to kind of keep me uh, where I need to be mentally and physically. Um, I want to be able to move. I want to feel strong. Um, I want to maintain as much lean muscle tissue um, as I can uh, and build some if I can, even at, at 42 and, and obviously clean, whatever that means. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, uh, I have found in the past that other programs either it's has made me lose weight, that I didn't want to lose or lose muscle that I didn't want to lose, or like I said before, just kind of left me generally feeling kind of burnt out. So, you know, I wanted to build a program that is very structured. If, if you guys ever follow my program, you know that it's it's always structured. Uh, probably to some people's like, oh my god, when is he going to break the cycle? Uh, <laughs> and like most cycles, I do it's 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 a it's three week cycles. So for the for the Limitless Challenge, it will be two three week cycles. Obviously, both of those three-week cycles are difficult. Although one builds upon the other, um, so the three-week uh, cycle is very structured. Um, you are, as always, uh, experiencing progressive overload as you go, as in the weight gets heavier, or the load gets more, or you know the reps get higher, um, whatever whatever it may be that you're working on on that day. But it's a very thought-out, structured. Uh, program that that covers a lot of bases. Um, so the next thing to say is kind of like how it breaks down on a weekly basis. Because I know I've, I've talked about a lot of things already. <clears throat> I'm just going to take a drink of this for today. Not a sponsor. Not yet. <laughs> um, how does it break down on a weekly basis? So if I look at my my working week, a lot of, a lot of people kind of thing like how should my week break down like I know I want to do a lot of stuff I know what interests me I know how I want to feel but I don't know how to like break it down I I don't know how to break down my week so if we take it down through a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of uh, concept let me start with Monday on this program specifically uh, Monday we'll be working on strength and explosive power so it may be uh in fact on this program it mean, is uh, a lower body strength day on a monday so i'm going to be working my my bigger compound heavy lifts um on a monday so uh let's just say for example i'm doing heavy front squats on a monday with some accessory lifts um and then i have some power output at the end with some very short um what i call anabolic sprints so i've got my strength work and i've got my my power work um so a fairly high, what we call CNS day, high central nervous system activation. Um, I'm, I'm focusing on building strength. I'm trying to get as strong as I possibly can on a Monday. Um, and I'm including, uh, a big, like I said, big multi joint compound lifts, um, that are going to improve my overall strength as well as my central nervous system activation. Mm-hmm. And as I said, my, my, my kind of power output, um, at the end. So I'm covering strength and power. On that day. Of course, there are warm ups, uh, structural warm ups, um, there's an aerobic warm up at, at the beginning, um, but I'm saying to myself that, that the main meat and potatoes of my work on this day is going to be strength and power. So that'll be my Monday. Now, that's a, a lower body uh, strength day on a Monday, uh, let's say. And then on a Tuesday, I go into an upper body hypertrophy day. So as most of you guys know, there's a big difference between uh, strength and hypertrophy. If I want to uh, allow my muscle muscles to grow, uh, there's kind of a specific rep range and a specific intensity that I want to be working in on those days, um, and that's what I'm going to do on a Tuesday. So it's going to be some some upper body hypertrophy circuits uh, where again I'm going to come in. Um, I have a warm up. I have some structural stuff to do. Uh, and then I've got some uh, hypertrophy-based circuits for the upper body uh, on a Tuesday. So it's going to feel like a different stimulus than the Monday. Um, I would say less of a central nervous system fatigue day, more of a kind of strength endurance lactic acid muscle building day, um, which I kind of look forward to on a Tuesday after the, the stress of a Monday. Um, but it gives it gives you a nice a nice balance in there. So so far I've got Monday strength, Tuesday hypertrophy, and then on the Wednesday, I move in what I call like uh, an endurance slash mindset day. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, firstly, if I'm if I'm working endurance, um, I've got obviously uh, conditioning endurance, so it's going to be a longer cardiovascular effort. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can also think about uh, strength endurance, um, lifting something for a long period of time, in a higher rep range. And I can also think about mental endurance. So Wednesday is more, more of what I call like a challenge day where I'm really asking myself the big questions. Like what can you endure? I'm putting myself in a really uncomfortable position. Often I'm not sure whether I I can finish. Uh, often I don't want to finish. And I have to kind of like push through beyond, beyond the limitations that my mind might be tempted to, to, to fall into. Um, and I include these days um, because I, I think once or twice a week it's, it's really important to, to, to get these workouts in to ask yourself the big questions because these are these are the kind of workouts that really push you to the next level that ask the big questions of yourself as a as a human being as, as well as an athlete um, and these are the kind of workouts that that really build character uh, really build integrity and uh, and really force you to dig deep and, and ask the big questions of yourself. These are the kind of workouts that we do in here to make you stronger out there. Um, so I always like to include, uh, include these, these kinds of workouts because they have um, they have extreme value, uh, not just in the gym but also you know outside the gym. So that will be uh, the Wednesday. Um, I've been experimenting with all of these workouts for uh, the past few weeks. And Wednesdays have been, uh, certainly the hardest, um, probably the least enjoyable, but ultimately kind of give you the biggest feeling of, of, of kind of satisfaction at the end of it once you've, uh, once you've recovered, <laughs> I should we say. But, um, so that will be the Wednesday. Um, Thursday, uh, we have what we call a rest or recovery day. Now, some people will do better with a complete rest, certainly kind of, more uh, novice lifters or people with, with less training experience might do better with a full rest day on a Thursday. Other people might do better with a recovery session. Now, a recovery session would just be 60 minutes of, of light aerobic work. So I might just jump on a bike for 60 minutes. I might um, go on the Stairmaster for 60 minutes. I might go for a hike for 60 minutes. I might ride my bike outside for 60 minutes. I might go for a jog for 60 minutes. Just light recovery work. I might go for a swim if you're in a place where you can swim. Um, just something to, to get the blood flowing, allow the muscles to recover, allow your central nervous system to recover. Um, this should not be a hard day. This should be you know a recovery day. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let my body repair. I'm gonna let it rest. I'm gonna prepare myself for tomorrow, for the next day, because I know I'm gonna have to uh, step things up the day after. So. This is the day when you, when you give yourself a bit of self care, a bit of self love, um, and uh, really pay attention to your your recovery and your and your repair protocols. Um, then I come back the next day on the Friday with um, with a lower body hypertrophy day. So I've already done my lower body strength down on Monday, and now on a Thursday I'm I'm going to focus more on hypertrophy. So I'm back to my kind of medium. Uh, rep ranges, uh, my hypertrophy rep ranges. So kind of that eight to, uh, well, eight to 20 kind of rep ranges actually on this, on this program. So
1: are there any specific exercises for those days that you're going to be hitting on or yeah, body, I mean, part, is more, there's
0: certainly more isolation work, okay. um, on, on the hypertrophy day. Uh, like I said, on the Monday, when we do the strength work, we tend to focus more on the, on the big compound lifts. Um, on the hypertrophy day, uh, we certainly focus more, um, not to say there aren't compound lifts because there are, but we add a lot more isolation type work, trying to isolate the muscle, um, build uh, build the weak muscles, build the weaker muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said before, induce hypertrophy through through very specific rep ranges on very specific exercises. Um, sometimes when you, a lot of us, when we do our big compound lifts, like our squats and our deadlifts, we will favour certain muscle groups, like you've heard of, like quad dominant squatters, uh, for example. Um, sometimes you need to add in some isolation work to, to build up the other muscles uh, around the dominant muscle, or you know, um, improve weaknesses or improve structural balance, kind of thing. So it's designed to really, um, like I said, you know, work the muscles that may get uh, ignored when you do your yeah. when you do your compound lift or or just under, under, underdeveloped muscles, you know. Um, like I said, there is a difference between strength and hypertrophy, so we're, we're trying to find that kind of sweet spot between between both um, in a way that doesn't, um, in a way that makes sense, that fits into the, the, the course of the week and, and the cycle. Um, it doesn't like overtrain you or it doesn't like overwork a single muscle. It has balance, it has structure, and you know, like I said, it allows you to, to get the best of both worlds which is, of course, the goal here. Um, the next day then after the, the lower body uh, hypertrophy is the upper body uh, strength and power day. Um, so very similar to the um, the, the Monday with the, the lower body strength. Here I'm going to work my my big compound upper body lifts, so my heavy bench, that kind okay. of thing. Uh, also some so structural support work and some, some power work in there again um, at the end. So more explosive work, more sprint-type work. Um stuff that's going to be high central nervous system demand uh, and um, give me that kind of, uh, you know, again, that sensation of strength, of of feeling powerful, of feeling strong and um, long-term increasing our one rep maxes or, you know, the the ability that we have to move big objects quickly um, is the goal. Be strong and be explosive. Uh, And then followed by, again, we have a rest or a recovery day on the Sunday. There will be an option in the program to do our uh, arms race program, which is, is, uh, (laughs) as you know, just uh, biceps and triceps. Always advised. Yeah, on a Sunday. Um, Again, low central nervous system demand, uh, meant to be, um, you know, just a bit of fun on a Sunday. Uh, Let the body recover. Um, By all means, take a complete rest or go for a hike, whatever it is. Or if you're, uh, you know, if you're particularly concerned about your biceps and triceps, like. A lot of us, uh, then, uh <laughs> throw that in there. But the most important thing is obviously that you don't fatigue yourself on a Sunday because Monday's coming around, coming around very fast. Um, so, you know, as you, as you look at that week and you realize, you know, the kind of like the density of it, obviously repair recovery protocols do become a huge factor. So. You know, Epsom salt baths, lots of um, mobility work, um, ice baths if you can if you can get them, uh, plenty of sleep. Um, you know, go to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> you know, that's that's always my advice. Uh, if you can, the more sleep you can get, the better. Um, I'll talk about nutrition, hydration in a second. Uh, but these sessions really um, take seventy five minutes to ninety minutes. So, an important thing to to kind of cover. Uh, before you decide to undertake this program, is you need to give yourself seventy-five to ninety minutes, um, because there's a lot in this program. Uh, like like I said, with with the warm-ups, um, there is, you know, a kind of aerobic warm-up at the start of all these days. Um, the purpose of which is to you know uh, burn some extra fat um, and uh, build that aerobic capacity somewhat, um, but really. Beyond just the fat oxidization, it it allows us to prepare mentally for the work ahead. So I find for myself, you know, over the years, like five-minute warm-up doesn't really get me like where I need to be. Ten-minute can have value, but I I found like a a solid 20-minute like steady-state cardiovascular effort, get a sweat on, get the body warm really helps get my mind where it needs to be to, to have a successful yeah. session.
1: you can throw like an Imam together for a 20-minute warm-up with different exercise in there to get you right. going.
0: yeah. This, this, this really helps me like mentally get in the place that I need to be in to, to have a successful workout. Now, you know, there might be people out there that are saying, well, can I cut that to 10 minutes? Yes, you can. Of course you can. But just know that there is obviously less of less of an effect happening over 10 minutes than there is over 20 minutes so um you know it is in there for a very specific reason um we are trying to do all of these things you know like i said before we're trying to build that aerobic base we're trying to mentally prepare ourselves we're trying to oxidize some fat um and, and get us you know where we need to be to have the most successful program possible so um i would advise that you kind of if you can follow the program um, as written um now, as I just mentioned, um, hydration is going to be key uh, on this program, as is um, nutrition, of course. Um, I kind of advise most of my guys to take up the, the gallon challenge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have my... I should have my gallon jug here. Yeah, I, I don't have it. I just have my thing. But, so I have a, a, a gallon challenge uh, jug that I use that helps me make sure I drink a gallon of water a day. You'll be amazed the difference it makes when you feel hydrated um, dehydration is one of the biggest factors when it comes to underperforming or just feeling generally tired or um, not wanting to train um, so I would advise everybody to to, to, to hydrate and, and try and get that, that that gallon down sip it through the day it shouldn 't be like trying to consume a gallon in an hour don't it's do that't don 't do it <laughs> or trying to the worst thing is trying to consume half a gallon before you go to bed that 's the worst thing. <laughs> So slip it slowly throughout the day uh, and and try and get that that gallon down. Uh, Now, when it comes to nutrition, of course, we like uh, a relatively high-protein diet. I like those protein sources to come from from real food, uh, not chemically engineered food. So um, I like my lean steak. I like my lean meats, my chicken, my fish, my... um, you know, some dairy, some cottage cheese, that kind of thing. But honestly, a lot, of, a lot of my protein comes from from bison, uh, beef, um, elk, that kind of thing. No
1: protein shakes, or just... I do have protein
0: shakes, uh, just because the, my numbers are so, so high that you yeah, know, you have I, to you have, have to, to supplement somehow, somehow. Yeah. Uh, but the majority of your protein and the majority of your your nutrition in general should come from real food sources. Um, protein shakes are a convenience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, if your numbers are high, then it's something you will likely have to do. But as much as you can, try and get that, that, that real food down. Um, uh, medium carbs, medium fats, what do I mean by that? Well, it really depends on the person and how, how best they respond to these, these two uh, macronutrients. Um, obviously, in this program, especially on your kind of performance days, when you have, like, let's say the Wednesday, when you have that kind of high endurance workout or when you have those high high central nervous system uh, workouts, um, some glycogen is going to be necessary. Otherwise, you'll just quite simply underperform. So um, when, I, when I design nutrition for people, it always starts with the protein. Um, standard is 1 to 1. 1.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Again, kind of depending on the person. And then I'll build the carbs and fats, you know, on the back of that, uh, to get us the calories we need, divide it between the carbs and the fats, um, depending on you know what the person's really looking for, and what I how well I think they're going to respond to to these different macronutrients. So, um, just know that you need both um, for this program um, in, in different degrees. Um, for guys, you know, they might be having anywhere between seventy and hundred uh, grams of fat a day. Girls might be anywhere between 40 and 80, uh, tis, um, broadly speaking. But obviously, these, these are huge variations, in, in, and that can change from person to person. And then the rest of the calories will be made up with, with carbohydrates. But it's it's always proteins first, and then carbs and fats kind of get divided through the remainder of the calories. Um, and, of course, as uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, if you've ever done like any nutrition at, uh, at Veros, um We find it most effective to have those carbohydrates around your training schedule. So in the meal before and the meal after training, that's when we fuel and that's when we replenish. Um, We find that to be very effective. Um, And then I prefer the fats to come kind of like later in the day, um, kind of like the, the meals furthest away from your training.
1: And what's the reason for that one?
0: Uh, so that it doesn't interfere with your uh, protein synthesis like if you have uh fats and proteins together it can slow down the protein synthesis yeah. so
1: protein and carbs together better synthesis correct yeah,
0: yeah. and then uh, uh, protein and fats in the evening fats are great obviously for your hormonal health um as well as as well as energy but mm-hmm. um in order to to keep our, our hormones healthy obviously for a lot of a lot of guys um you know testosterone is is key and and, and fats help with testosterone so especially if we're not like supplementing with testosterone so
1: well our hormone systems replenished in the evening too when we're sleeping so i think yeah you're right that's actually a better thing to get your fats you know before bed right or you know in the evening meal
0: right yeah i I find that to be to be very effective um so yeah the nutrition and hydration are going to be key because if you're not on point with it a you won't get the results you want b you'll feel tired all the time and so you'll just get frustrated. It's like, well, I put in all this work and I'm not getting the results I want. More times than not, it always comes down to nutrition and hydration. Like I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, so it's very important that when you do a program like this, you pay attention to those details. It's not just about getting in the gym and doing the work. That's obviously part of it. But really, the magic happens with the food, with the hydration, and with the sleep. Like you have to stay on top of those things to complement your workouts because you cannot have one. Without the other, if you want to get the results that you're looking for, so there has to be that balance. I um, couldn't
1: agree more. I mean, I don't know how I did in my younger age—the party yeah. all night, play basketball the next day, or this and that. Like now, if I don't get just like six, or, I mean, it's Dude, I'm just depleted uh, the next day.
0: Yeah, I, especially like at the age of man. I mean, I, I've i always been bad with with uh, low, you know, low hours of sleep. But now, if if I if I do not get six hours or you know it's hard with the kid and stuff sometimes white will wake up in the night and i'll be up and then you know i get up at five so it's like some the days when i don't get six hours i feel like death like it's 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 really bad for me um I'll, i can get through it like and i'll i'll caffeine my way the fuck through the day yes. but um it's it's bad it's bad so um sleep is one of the the, the biggest things when when i have a when i have a client like the, one of the first questions i'll ask them is how much sleep do you get because you can't expect to to get through a successful program without good sleep. it just mm-hmm. does not work. So, so sleep is always key. Um, so the next kind of point I wanted to kind of go on is like wh- where did where did this program come from? Where did these ideas come from? Um, and you know I wanted to kind of like a shout out to a few people um, and, and be like, as always with programming, I don't want anyone to think these are all my ideas. Um, and these aren't like new fitness things that I've developed. These are just things that I'm putting together. Obviously, I've had a lot of influences over the years and, um, a lot of inspiration and a lot of my education comes from other people. So a lot of the hypertrophy kind of stuff. Um, I've been, I'm reading a lot of Neil Hill stuff. Um, a lot of his Y3T type programming. Um, super smart guy, super interesting guy, fascinating guy, very successful guy when it comes to hypertrophy. Prepares a lot of the like, Olympia. Uh, olympia guys and girls so um, he's been a huge influence on the hypertrophy side of things and then a lot of the like um, a lot of the strength type protocols are kind of loosely based on wendler's 531 program i'm not sure if you're familiar with that but it's a very very good basic simple straightforward but very very effective uh, strength program so there are variations it's not exactly that but there are variations on that and um, i put some like classic kind of like mindset jim jones type stuff in there Mm -hmm. which you know has always been a big part of my my kind of situation um and then you know obviously this whole kind of like hybrid concept we have to kind of like take a little bit of a hat off to crossfit because you know they really did bring the hybrid athlete to the forefront of like modern um modern training Um, i don't think we can We can argue against that. So, you know, shout out to all those people. Um, And, you know, it really becomes, when you're writing a program like this, it really becomes something where you're taking all of your influences, you're taking all of your experiences, and you're trying to put it together and construct something that makes sense, that one thing doesn't detract from the other, everything adds to each other, and you come up with something Uh, that works Um, and again you could do one of these things if you were only ever interested in hypertrophy you could just do hypertrophy and you would get like better results in terms of hypertrophy if you were just wanted to get strong and all you cared about was getting strong then you could just do strength and accessory work or if you just wanted to get better at conditioning you could just do conditioning all the time Mm -hmm. and, and get better that way But like I said before, for me, and I know there's a lot of people in my situation, they find the sweet spot is in that kind of hybrid athlete, you know, picture. So I have a little bit of everything. It motivates me. It inspires me. It keeps me interested. I still get to do cool shit, but I still get to do meaningful things, smart things, things that, again add muscle, make me stronger, and get me better conditioned.
1: No, I completely agree. I mean, as someone who's been in the gym and working out and training their whole life, you know, to not get bored. Right. And to be doing that same thing, it's so right. hard. So I need yes. to be going in to a class every now and then. I got to be joining a program to just see and test different things because if not, it's like – yeah, it's like, oh, dude, I need to go just do some regular deadlifts and you know this kind of system I'm working with right now. Or is it like, no, no, I need to be going in somebody who knows way much more than me, right. who can train me and also yeah. put me in through the ringer to understand and give me new concepts to just expand my mind so I can yeah. enjoy it more. Because if yeah. not, like you said, it's it just becomes a tedious chore going right.
0: to work out and you, we don't want people to do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, honestly, long-term long motivation is, is more important than anything. Like as soon as you lose any kind of motivation – it makes it very hard to get anything done. And I like, we've, I've all done those, we've all done those programs where, you know, you're two weeks into it and you're just like, oh my God, like, there's another fucking six weeks of this. Like, I'm just bored. Um, so, you know, although we shouldn't just seek entertainment for fitness, mm-hmm. th- there has to at some point be a, you know, something that keeps us excited and you want to be able to like wake up in the morning and think, fuck, yeah, I'm going to the gym and it's going to be awesome. Like that's that's the sensation you want. You want to you want to go to bed at night excited about what you're going to do the next day. So um, motivation is a huge, huge factor in these things. Um, so what can you expect in the program? Um, so broadly speaking, increases in strength, uh, improved conditioning, uh, muscle growth, um, lean body composition, and all round GPP. I know, again, it sounds like a lot of things in one cocktail, uh, but that's exactly what it is. Um, if you stick to the program, if you stick to the diet, if you sleep, um, and if you kind of like go the distance in all of these areas, um, that's what you can expect from this program. Um, obviously, the Limitless Challenge is a, a six-week program uh, which is two cycles. Um, so, you know, how much can you expect in six weeks? You know, if you've been training for a long time, you know, like how much you can expect in six weeks. You can't expect miracles, but you can expect growth. You can expect improvements and you can expect to get yourself kind of on the right track to move forward mm-hmm. from. So, um, you know, nobody nobody at Pharos is, is talking about six weeks to dramatically change your like appearance, life, anything all we're saying is 6 weeks is a good amount of time to to give you a reset get you on the right path get you motivated get you excited give you education give you knowledge give you self awareness you know all of these things that are going to going to set you up for 2020 2021 um and then who's it for um i mean really like i said before this this isn't for everybody i would recommend at least 2 years training history so two years of training behind you, um, you should have a good understanding of the the basic lifts, um, because you know a lot of you guys are obviously going to be doing this at home on your own, uh, and you want to you want to be able to do these things safely and successfully. So I would recommend at least two years of training history. Um, again, you need to be able uh, you need to allow yourself seventy five to ninety minutes uh, five times a week. Uh, you can take those two rest days. Uh, but you are going to need 75 to 90 minutes a day. So make sure you you can afford that amount of time. Uh, if you can't, we have other programs that will be better for you. So don't worry about that. Um, and I would also add driven. Like it takes a driven mentality to do this kind of a program just because it is um, it is very demanding. So it isn't something where you're like, well, I'm, I'm kind of like halfway in, halfway out. Like kind of it's like this is an all in kind of program. So you, you definitely have to be going to expect for you to show up every day. Yeah. yeah. You, you gotta be, you gotta be like, okay, I'm in this for the, for the hard, for the hard graft. Mm-hmm. It's a hard, hard program with a lot of moving parts. And like I said, you have to pay attention to the workouts. You have to pay attention to the recovery. You have to pay attention to the nutrition and the hydration. Um, all will be necessary to kind of like, like I said, go the distance. So, so that's what it's going to take. Um, And that's kind of it, Brandon, unless you have any questions for me.
1: I mean, if I could just make another statement, I mean, I know you guys, Uh, you know, you said it's the next level up for the program you want to do. And, you know, Pete's going to say he's not going to burn you out because burnout is a big thing when you when yeah. you think you want to come back into it and hit it hard. And I mean, if it's just tapered off, like that good 75 to 80 percent, sometimes you say the hit of your max on a set is what we're going for, or 75, 80 percent of your heart rate you're trying to hit, like, remax, max, like... That's the flow you want to be looking for. And that's where you want to be hitting in these courses.
0: Yeah. And also, like, I know, a lot of people... So, a lot of people will be doing this program at home, obviously. Um, And we've we've got this, like, Ferris Fortress thing that we've got set up now where people can come and pick up equipment. Um, So, that will help. Um, There is, obviously, in this program, there is barbell work in here. This isn't a program you can just kind of do with a pair of dumbbells and a bench. Um, You will need other stuff. So, um, if you guys out there do need uh, equipment and you're doing this program, then um, hit us up because we, we do have equipment uh, that we can get to you. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So that that's exciting. It's an exciting thing to add. Um, and yeah, don't be afraid to obviously reach out to me, ask me questions if you do have questions about this this program, um, whether you should do it, whether you should not do it. Um, and yeah, i would be I'd be more than happy to to, to, to help you guys out give you the information you need um, but that is it for today um thanks for tuning in guys i hope you're safe out there i hope you're all like keeping up with your fitness and, and starting 2021 the right way um, stay courageous out there and um we'll catch you real soon thanks so much Brennan. i appreciate it cheers everyone cheers bye